I'm Michael Kist of Bleeding Green Nation, and I invite you, gentle listener, to join us for the best analysis of the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles in the business. BGN Radio provides you with the most informative preview shows, and the Kist and Solak show dives deep into all the schemes and X and O details you could ever want. Plus discussions with the industry's brightest minds, including former NFL players, and press conferences from the Eagles coaching staff to keep you up to date and informed every step of the way. Subscribe to Bleeding Green Nation today. Fly, Eagles, fly. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Checking Out the Competition. We are joined this time by Caitlin Dividock from Pennsburg, the Penns blog on the SB Nation Network. Thank you very much for joining us, Kate. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. All right. So let's just get right into it because it's obviously a big game tonight. Um, the first game between the Flyers and the Pens, which seems unbelievable since we're like all all the way in December already almost. Um, so one of the things that surprised me a lot so far is that the Pens, after Saturday's win, just hopped back into a playoff spot. They're in the second wild card um, right behind Washington. I did not expect the Pens to be <laughs> fighting for a playoff spot um, a quarter of the way through the season. Are you guys worried at all or is this just how it goes? Um. I think a lot of it isn't concern. It's more frustration than anything. Um, we, we know that we have issues with the bottom six. Like That's obviously no surprise. Um, we've been dealing with that all year. But when it comes to, like, people are always like, oh, are you scared that they're not going to make the playoffs? They dropped 16 spots. Oh, my God. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, okay. Um, it's not even December yet. Um, we just, I think, passed over the fourth of the year, like, mm-hmm. um, uh, Mark, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's it's mostly frustration. Like we have uh, just like unbelievable talent on the roster. Um, we're we're still waiting for our GM to like do something about the bottom six. <laughs> he he kind of did it with Riley Shayan, and he's been he had a, like a slow start, but he's been pretty decent um, as like a third liner. He's more of a fourth liner, but we'll get into that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just. It's it's frustrating because like Crosby for the longest time was just not putting up any points. Um, here and there he'd do something on the power play, um, but it's mainly just the concerns with the five on five play. Like for some reason this team, even though they're incredibly talented, like they for some they can't score on like even play. Hmm. So that's you'll see like a lot of success on the power play and stuff like that. But like it's it's just it's crazy to us thinking that who we have in the top six. Um, apart from, I guess, Malkin, he might still be hurt for tonight. Um, but it's it's just, it's been frustrating. Like, the five-on-five five, five five play has been basically garbage. Um, the penalty kill is even worse garbage than the five-on-five five play is. And it's just, it's it's frustrating. So we're waiting to see um, what, our, what uh, Jim Rutherford, the GM, does. Because uh, normally he likes to make trades in December. That's, like, his thing. Um, so we might see some some movement. Um, piggybacking off of that, Ian Cole, and this has been kind of strange. He's one of our top defensemen, probably the second or third defenseman, best defenseman on the team. Um, he's been a healthy scratch for the past two games, hmm. which is a little odd to us. Um, and I was thinking like, oh, this this could either be like they're hiding an injury because sometimes uh, Mike Sullivan uh, will do that, but also being that it's almost December, he might be. Uh, in the midst of like a trade so that's sad because you know Ian Cole is really great but uh that's just something that we're we've been looking out for um 
but yeah, I, it's not concern. Like if you look at the Metro, like it's, it's very tight. So yeah. anything could, um, yeah, it's not concern. It's frustration. And hopefully they figure it out sometime soon. Yeah. Part of me just wonders if they're not, you know, tired from all of the winning. <laughs> they just, they play a lot of hockey games cause they keep winning cups. So it's, you know, they play more than anybody else, which is, you know, plus like the schedule has been pretty harsh. I mean, yeah. we have, I think they have like 19 back-to-backs total and they played like a, a significant amount of them. And the Canadian trip or the, the trip through Canada was just bad too. So I think they're both tired. Um, there's a lack of talent on the bottom six. Um, the, the superstar talents like Malkin sometimes shows out. Crosby has been spotty, but you know, he, he'll eventually get back to it's usually the trend that happens with him. So it's more frustration and, I don't, I don't have that many concerns going forward. So one guy that you can't possibly be frustrated with is one of my absolute favorite players in the league. And since this is my video, I decided that I'm going to make all the Flyers fans mad and ask you to tell me how awesome <laughs> Phil Kessel has been this season and how fun it is to watch him every night. Phil Kessel is our sweet, sweet, true American boy. <laughs> <laughs> with everything that we have in Pittsburgh. Um, he gets a little heat, you know? Um, but, you know, we're constantly defending his uncoachability and the the sly little jabs at his weight. Like, sure, fine, whatever. But uh, Phil Castle's on our team. He's great. I think he, he's put up, uh, what, like 31 points or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's like 11 goals, 20 assists, which is great. Um, he's just always in the right spot, you know. Like, yeah. his line, no matter who he's playing with, normally he's on the, the second line with Malkin. Which is funny because those two sometimes don't tend to get along when it comes to being on the ice. Um, but lately, I mean, we've seen just him and Malkin connecting constantly. Um, they've been responsible for a couple game-winning goals. Um, he's been responsible for a couple shootout wins on breakaways and stuff like that. He's just been, he has just recorded so many points in the, in the entire year. He's been the most consistent guy on the team, which is funny considering the team that you know, employs Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin is, you know, they're not the, the leading scorers on the team and it is in fact Phil Kessel. So yeah, it makes me super happy. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, he's, it's been great. Like he, right now, I think he, on Saturday, whenever the lightning game ended, mm-hmm. I think that he surpassed Stamkos for most power play points in the league. That's so, pretty impressive considering the year Steven Stamkos is having. So just like, yeah, he, he has this insane rocket of a wrist shot, and he's always in the right spot. And to see him consistently play uh, really well has just been really great for this team because he's basically dragged the team uh, through the pretty rough portions of their schedule. And he's probably the main reason why they're still, like you said, in a, in a wild card contention playoff spot. So I hope he continues to play. You know, like he is, and maybe you know other teams or other teammates will uh, piggyback off of his consistency. And once they start doing that, we'll you know push our way back to the top of the standings. Yeah, I'm not supposed to like like that Phil Kessel's doing really well because I'm supposed to you know super hate your team. It's like my official yeah, job as a Flyers fan. But I decided last season that like putting all of your energy into hating another hockey team is like boring and stupid. So I'm just gonna enjoy Phil Kessel. He's fun. Um, so anyway, I'll be watching Phil Kessel tonight. Lots and lots. Just, you know, chubbly skate like the wind all over the ice. That's what I'm going to do. Um, and you guys, you know, 
have, you're kind of stacked with talent. It's hard to think about the Pens and, you know, not think about Crosby and Malkin, who's hurt, but, um, you know, and Kessel and stuff like that. But I always like to ask people about an under-the-radar guy that Flyers fans should keep an eye on when he's on the ice tonight. Um, see, I had a lot of trouble with this question. Um, I, I want to say, you know, people will probably want to, you know, have you point out some guy who's been, like, silently scoring a lot of points, but... <laughs> With this team, that's <laughs> really has been the case. Um, I would have to go with, and I, I narrowed it down to three people, and it's is just personal opinion. I know I'm gonna give like, oh, you're so wrong. How dare you pick that person over this person? But um, uh, in no order, uh, I I did uh, Riley Shayan, uh, basically because um, he did you know come into a pretty broken bottom six. He had a slow start, like I said earlier, but he has this uncanny ability to, like, do this Crosby-esque, like, backhanded passing assist sort of okay. thing, which is just the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Um, he hasn't he hasn't been scoring a lot of goals. I think he only has maybe one or two, maybe three. I think it's two. I'm probably wrong, but it's not that many. He has more assists than he does goals, which is fine. Like I said, he he's really good at finding that open man in like a tiny amount of space. But um, there is a point. I think it was it was last week or maybe the week before, where whenever he was slotted on the third line with Connor Sherry and Patrick Hornquist. Uh, it was the third line. They, for, you know, Sullivan's been like constantly changing the line combinations, yeah. literally pretty much every game, or at least every two or three games because he's just desperately trying to figure out something that works. And he finally did find something. Um, the Sherry, Horn, or Sherry Shea and Hornquist line, that's a tongue twister, <laughs> um, was, like, super, super, super productive in, like, the three games that they played. I even, like, wrote – I was so compelled by this. I, I wrote an article on it because I was so <laughs> excited. Um, but I think it maybe was just because he was playing with usually the top line wingers, which are Sherry and Hornquist, that usually end up playing – with Crosby, but yeah. just to have that line after having just such frustration trying to get the puck in net, like to have them have success on that third line and to show that Riley Shane really isn't a waste of space, he's pretty good <laughs> at what he does, was nice. Like they, I don't remember how many points they scored, but that line was productive. They were winning puck battles. The forecheck was fantastic because that's what Sherry does. Um, and then Shane, he, he has this, I, I, I coined the, the quarterbacking thing with him. He he always tends to find guys, no yeah. matter where they are on the ice, with just these crazy backhanded looks. So that line, I think, finally woke this team up a little bit. Um, they've since moved. Sherry and Hornquist are now back up with Crosby. Mm -hmm. But it's just, it was nice to finally see some, some success on the bottom six because as a Penguins fan, we've been kind of starved of that all year. So hey, Riley Shane is one. <laughs> Um, I won't expand as much on the other ones because I'm not as, uh, I guess, compelled to say them as much. But uh, I really like Brian Rust. Mm. I, he's sometimes a guy that people overlook just because he he doesn't really you know make headlines. He doesn't usually lead the charge on like a a game. But he'll like occasionally you'll see him make like or to, uh, he'll score goals just like randomly and at the right moment he's always like somehow like in the conversation for whenever they're successful so mm -hmm. i say brian rust he's usually some people sometimes uh, a person people overlook and um recently and because this is such a crutch when it comes to this pittsburgh team but uh tristan jari which is our uh backup yeah. goaltender, he's been 
phenomenal in the two games that he's played so far. Or maybe it's probably more than that. But um, his last game, I mean, I was concerned that he was starting against Tampa Bay. Yeah. Because I thought Kucherov and Stamkos were just going to light him up. Yeah. And he was incredible. Like, there were times where I was like, oh, shit. Like, this is, they're definitely going to score. This is a wide-open net. And somehow, Tristan Jari completely, you know, shifted, like, a whole 180 to the other side of the net and would, would save it. So I'd say he's been... A saving grace, um, because we're we're so our depth is so strange. But when it comes to goaltending, like that was a major concern. I'm sure you heard about the terrible Anti Niemi. Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> so when I saw that, I I just I just think it's hilarious that Anti Niemi is gonna trade on that cup win for the next ten years, and people are just gonna keep pretending that he's actually good. <laughs> it's like, when is anyone gonna figure out that he's actually very bad? not good and now he's like being dealt with by the canadians and i'm just like poor montreal (laughs) florida figured it out pretty quickly but then montreal was like you know what let's give him a try and i'm like it's like every every team that has a goaltending issue is like throwing it at anti-niami and it's like "Mm, it's not it's never gonna work (laughs) stop trying (laughs) well at least you guys figured it out right yeah i mean you know fingers crossed and Knock on wood and all that fun stuff. So right I guess now, I guess that means we're getting Matt Murray tonight then. Yeah, he, yeah, he he's gonna start. Which I mean, you know, he's been yeah, so you might you might have some success with him. Maybe the Flyers. Maybe. Um, you were, <laughs> you when you were talking about your penalty kill earlier, it was making me laugh because the Flyers' penalty kill is atrocious. So uh-huh. this should be like a super fun. Yeah. Yeah. To see who takes penalties tonight, it's <laughs> whoever takes the most penalties is probably going to lose the game. <laughs> okay, so any flyers that you're looking forward to watching tonight? Um, uh, you know, people want me to obviously say the Wayne Simmons and the, the Claude Drews, but I really love Sean Couturier. Yeah. He is so good. Like, I don't watch the flyers that often, and a lot of my, my knowledge of how good uh, players are doing is through fantasy so (laughs) Sean Couturier is on my fantasy team he starts every single time Mm -hmm. he has game and I I shit you not every game he has either a goal an assist or two of both and he's been great yeah so he is definitely on my list to watch um and also just because and this might just be because he has a baby face and is adorable um is Nolan Patrick oh Uh, god our little He's... rosy-cheeked prince. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he uh, he had a concussion, didn't he? Like, a couple weeks back or something like that? Yeah. And he didn't play for a while, and I was, like, pretty sad. But I think he's back. He is back. Yeah. yeah. He's back. Um, I'm assuming that our jackass coach isn't going to pull him from the lineup, <laughs> but really, who can say? I don't know. What do you do with Hackstall? Is he, like, really that bad? Like I'm, I'm genuinely curious because I, I know fans. They can, they get mad about pretty much everything. So yeah, he's uh, in my opinion not a great. He's not super great at optimizing his lineup. Okay. So for example, tonight, um, evidently we are losing, uh, Taylor Lear, Jordan Wheel, and Samuel Moran, and we are replacing them. With uh, Yuri Laterra, um, Andrew McDonald, and uh, 
God, who else is he putting in? I can't even remember. But essentially taking out three good young players and replacing them with veteran presence, which is like something that he's obsessed with, even when the veteran presence is bad. I've not been a Dave Hextall fan since day one, so you're not going to get any good things out of me from him. He's just not great. Um, <laughs> all right, so overall predictions for the game. What do you think we're going to see tonight? What's going to happen? I think there's going to be, obviously, some, some, you know, typical bad blood. Mm -hmm. There's going to be some shoving, some chippiness after, you know, the whistle. All that good stuff that we always get with uh, Pittsburgh Philly. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to gauge the scoring. I'm not really sure how well um, Philly's offense has been. But I know if they take penalties, which you say that they do. Yeah. Um, Penguins will capitalize on that because their penalty or their power play is uh, very good. But on the flip side, if the Penguins decide to take a billion penalties like they do and show off their really terrible penalty kill, penalty kill as well, I think it'll be it'll, it'll be interesting. So maybe the chippiness will dial back because they know that maybe they shouldn't be you know committing yeah. as many penalties as they do. But like I said, it's a rivalry. It's one of the best. Um, so. I think it'll be one on the penalty kill and the power place. I yeah, really do. I, I think you're you're on to something there. I personally have decided that the Flyers are going to win this game um, for no other reason other than it's going to justify uh, Dave Haxtell's bad lineup decisions, and then we're going to be yeah. stuck with them for the rest of the season. So that's probably what's going to happen. But um, I guess we'll see. So we got Flyers-Pens tonight at 7 p.m., on NBC Sports Philly in the Philly area. Caitlin, where can people find you on the internet? On the internet? Uh, Twitter is probably the main one. Um, my handle is at Kate Divity, which is K-A-I-T-D-I-V-I, -I, which is the first four letters of both my first and last name. Pretty <laughs> easy. Um, but yeah, other than that, probably just my full name. Any, any social media, but Twitter. Twitter's the main. Yeah. Oh, and follow Pensburg because yeah. they're really good. Yeah, Pennsburg is um, surprisingly filled with nice, wonderful people who are smart about hockey. So maybe we can all be friends. That's like my goal. Let's not hate <laughs> each other. We can all be friends. <laughs> I hate it. I've already befriended uh, both Travis and Steph, so now yeah. I have you. That's three there we down. Go. See, we're all coming together. I love Darnay. Everything's great. It's, it's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so enjoy the game tonight, Caitlin. Thanks again for doing this. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. Hello. I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.